We're back in here at the uh, Blue Moose uh, Studios for everybody. Recording. I call it the Azul Moose. Yeah, Azul Moose Studios, which uh, I don't know. We still got our moose clock over there. Yeah, uh, I got a couple different mooses over there. Uh, yep, not meese, but mooses. It's it's so or weird. Moose. Plurals and or English. is it just moose? It's moose, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Same with deer. Like I think deer. You, I mean, you could say deers. No, you can't. But it's kind of awkward. No, right? you can't say deers. There's five deers there. There's five deer. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. There's five deer over there. That's yeah. how you figure it out? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to give it a little uh, litmus test, Jared. You okay, know? that's Make hilarious. sure. I mean, honestly, there were times when I was in grad school where we would repeat random sentences to try to figure out. And as, as a native speaker, you get that feeling of just what feels right, what mm. sounds right. But then if you say you it know? too many times, it doesn't sound right anymore. Well, right. That's true. You yeah. ruined it. Right. Soiled it, as, as some would say. <laughs> um, that's right. But today we're talking about uh, an inter- interesting topic, uh, which I think is, well, I, my, one of my questions for today's episode is, is a house or getting a house kind of the gold standard in the U.S.? Like, I think when a lot of people think of like the old school uh, American dream, they say, you know, the, the house with the white picket fence, maybe the minivan. If you mm. tuned into our last episode on road <laughs> trips, you definitely will understand the importance and uh, usefulness, I guess, yes, of minivans. The ultimate vehicle. Um, you know, maybe their their dog or their cat and their, you know, one point, what is it, 1.3 kids or yeah. whatever the, the stat <laughs> is or whatever. But, you know, it, and you've been house hunting as well, which I thought is a, is a fun reason to talk about this topic today as well for mm. our episode. And and also to discuss how different countries view having a house. Because in some places, you know, most people have apartments, and it can be due to different reasons, right? We're, we're very fortunate in the U.S., generally speaking, we have a lot of space. We have space for housing, like houses. But some countries, you know, they have a really, really high population density. It's just not possible so for everyone to live in a house. In China, is it is it uncommon for someone to own a home? It depends on how wealthy they are. I would say your average person in China probably has an apartment. Do you have to be wealthy to own a home? Pro- well, so like in the U.S., you don't have to be wealthy to own a home. Right. I think in China, it depends where you live. Uh, sure. I, d- I don't know what the, the cost of a house is kind of out in the countryside I imagine if you live in like any big city, you'd have to be wealthy to own yes, a home. Yes, like, for sure. Yeah, if you live for in sure. Shanghai or... Uh, oh, yeah, Beijing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I saw, I saw apartment complexes. That you know, I'm sure just an apartment in that place is is there it, ungodly expensive. Is is there any sort of prestige to owning a house in China? That's a good question. I'm I'm not sure. That's like a good is, like like you know when um you know you look at like Oprah's estate, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like wow, look at that. I wonder is I wonder if if they get if 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 it's like maybe it's like look at this penthouse or something. I don't right. know. I don't know either. That's a good question. I don't know. I I have heard, though, actually, about Russia. I've heard there's been some backlash from some of the kind of wealthier mm. business people over there. I forget <laughs> I this one imagine. This one guy had this this estate. Uh-huh. Uh, I think estate is the appropriate word for it because it's like <laughs> a giant mansion with – it looked like a palace. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when you have a country where uh, some people are barely able to afford to buy basic necessities – and then you have someone else build a pompous palace. Yeah, you know it's going to make some people feel some type of way, mm-hmm. um, for sure. Uh, I I don't know though. I think it's interesting in the U.S. the 
from a lot of people, there's a lot of, I think, uh, amnesty and hostility towards very wealthy people. And, and like rich people who can afford well Damn some right. some some of them can't afford them but they get them anyways but then there are other people who can afford some of these crazy huge mansions and houses and things mm-hmm. like that the thing that i think is kind of funny and interesting is the idea of like a mcmansion and that is a very i think american thing the mcmansion is that is that like the sort of like the um company constructed like where you go into a neighborhood and like yep. every ha- there's like three styles of home. Yep. Yep. And they're <laughs> but they're all pretty big houses. Yeah, they're and, nice and houses. They're, yeah, but they're it's like a, a new subdivision kind of situation. Right. Yeah, and it's like this right. is a big home, but it's actually not that expensive because we're the first person to live in this new neighborhood they made. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so, all they all look the same and are all made by the same company. Kind exactly. Of thing. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I think that's kind of interesting too. You know, it's actually funny that you're saying that because when I was on the way here, I, I'm kind of surprised at the number of houses I see getting built around here. There's a lot. You it, should see the. Have you seen the condos downtown? No. No. Yeah, I mean, even just on this street, there's like that two sentence or three. right there. By the way, Jared shows <laughs> you that I grew up in a small town. When I said, "Did you see the condo?" Yeah, they built up condos. <laughs> yeah, the condos. You know, that's um, yeah. Uh, no, I did not see the condos downtown. But I, yeah, they've been. There's been a lot of people. It seems like have been you know building houses and other stuff around here. Yeah, that's something that that maybe uh, that's a good sign. I would assume so. I hope. I mean, it's just a sign. Of, yeah, I'm sure it's a good sign for the economy. When more people move there, it's Good just, sign for it's just an interesting thing to see. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like is is that a uniquely American thing to just see houses getting built all the time? <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you a, a yine, a yes, and a no. I mean, that's a very generic thing. Obviously, right. there's a lot of different but places I, we can come. I, I but I feel say, like even in, when I lived I in Germany, so, though. I didn't see just houses being built all the time. I don't think you see it as much because uh, a lot of places they don't have the land. Yeah, we have so much. I don't think a lot of people realize the more I travel to other countries, uh, you know, sadly not in 2020, um, but in the <laughs> Potentially past. not 2021 either. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Um, well, I'm hoping to go to Germany in the, this summer to visit Buddy and he has a wedding, but we'll okay. see. There'll be some good pop material too if I can make it. That's but, true. If you can make it. we'll see. It. Fingers crossed. We're going to knock on some wood and, and hope. But anyways, my point here is when you travel to other countries, you start to realize just the difference in population density. Mm-hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with then your living standards, your cultural standards of living, I think, play another big role, mm-hmm. right? Um, if all of your friends and all of your fam- family live in apartments, why would you try to go and buy another house? Or You know what I mean? If it's just sure. not... If it's sure. just not culturally kind of the quote unquote norm. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think here a lot of people, you know, especially our age, you know, you're getting towards your late twenties, early thirties, where you're you're starting to, you know, you've worked a couple of years now. Hopefully you've made some co- connections and your career is is on the on the come up, as as logic oh, would wow. say. I'm you excited. Know, as, as the come up. <laughs> and and so and what that means, Jerry, is you can afford nicer things, a nicer car, mm. a nicer house. We've talked about you've mentioned uh, lifestyle creep. Mm-hmm. You know where, yeah, where this is a perfect example. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, I think buying houses can be. You um, know, you want to keep up with with the Joneses. You you want to portray a certain sure. image. You know, I was talking to a financial advisor uh, a couple weeks back, and he was telling me he worked with you know doctors and, and lawyers and people who made like a quarter of a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Guess how much money they had left over at, at the end of the year to save? Nothing. Like two or yeah. two to five thousand dollars. Right. 
If like, I was yeah. making a quarter of a million dollars, <laughs> I would have so much money saved. That's just unreal. Yeah, but we but we imagine this people these people just rolling around in piles of money. Right. You know? Their swimming pool just has yeah. you know Benjamins. But in. it's gone. It's gone as it hits the direct deposit. It's already going yeah. right back out. Yep. yep. <laughs> Student loans, car payments, huge yeah. mortgages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing though. We we have been convinced or conditioned, uh, should I say here in the U.S. That owning a home is is the right financial move to make. Like you're mm-hmm. a fool to rent for your whole life, essentially. I think for your Honestly, whole. Honestly, I haven't life. I haven't crunched the numbers. I don't know if that's right. true or not, but that's what I've been told. That's a good point, and I, I've been led to believe because either way, at this point in my life, you know, either way, I still have a payment for the rest of my life. That's mm-hmm. essentially the the similar to what I would pay if I were just renting a place. Yet I also had to spend like exorbitant amounts. Up front, you know, mm-hmm. right to, to make it happen. Well, to not convince only, them that I could pay the rent. Not only <laughs> up front, but also uh, the upkeep. Yeah, the upkeep of a house. If you rent an apartment, yeah. you don't have to worry about the upkeep. You oh, know? I know, dude. So oh, I know. I, and I, 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 I'm one to let shit go. Mm-hmm. But like in yeah. a house, you, like you can't, you can't really do. <laughs> it, you're gonna lose a lot of value and a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. It's it's tricky with you know with an apartment. You know, if you need to repair the roof, that's your landlord's issue. You yeah. know, that's not oh, your problem. No. You know, you need a new uh, water heater or furnace or something. That's your landlord's problem, not yours. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas yeah. when you have the house. Just call them. Hey, yep. take care of this. Yep, exactly. <laughs> whereas if it's your house and something happens, you yeah. have to you have to worry about it. It's your problem. Um, but I do like the idea of paying off a house mm-hmm. and then not having rent payments. I mean, you still have to pay taxes and utilities sure. and stuff. But, but how do you... Yeah, I, I guess you pay off the house by having it for a few years and it makes money, then you sell it and pay off the loan with that money that you sold it with. Because otherwise, you just have it for 30, or you pay it off, I guess. I'm talking about like if you have a mortgage, like a normal person. Because right. obviously, if you have cash, you just pay for the house. Right. Baller status style. Right. But for Wouldn't the, that be nice? The majority of people that are buying a home, I imagine they're using a mortgage. Right. And it's like, it's like you know, 30 years, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, I don't. What, how, so, where do you think that? Where's the benefit? Is what I'm saying of owning a house? Yeah. Well, well, you do have that option to sell it. That's right? true. So, so, yeah. so it is. It is an asset. I mean, yeah, for sure, know, for sure. Just the 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 thing about a house is you. And obviously, I'm no expert. I'm no real estate expert. But the the thing with a house is you just want to make sure the equity you put in it. Um, you can get back out of it. Mm-hmm. Meaning, when you sell the house, you're not belly up. You know, you yeah. didn't invest way more money in the house that you end up getting when you sell it. Sure, um, sure. So that's the, that. I think is really the big advantage. Whereas mm-hmm. if I rent a place, I can't. You know, I can't sell. You know, I can't. I, I don't have an asset to sell. Right? That's true. Whereas when you have a house, if you get older and maybe you just can't handle the upkeep, or or you just want to move somewhere else. In theory, you could sell the Cha-ching. asset, right? Exactly. Ooh, um, you know, I'm <laughs> like we had a buddy who just got a house uh, uh-huh. in Detroit. Um, you know, shout out to our buddy Wally. Yeah, uh, and some of the best uh, home buying pictures ever. Oh, received. for sure. <laughs> Which does not surprise me. Wally's awesome. Uh, he's he's such a cool dude. Uh, anyways, the the thing with him is, I think he even posted something like his house had already appreciated in value a certain amount after he had already just signed on the dotted line. That's how you know if you get the right property. How does that? Okay, I don't you, even. I don't want to ask how does that happen because it seems like mm-hmm. a stupid question. Well, it's just about the appraisal and the value. Okay. I guess. All right. Well, there um, you go. You know, there everything you need to know. How, no, I'm just kidding. Um, 
But I think that's the allure to it, Jared. Sure. That's sure, why I think a sure. lot of Americans, a lot of people like mm-hmm. the idea of getting a house. I mean, I, I definitely would like to have a house uh, and eventually a rental property as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but um, what what do you think is, um, are there any other kind of issues um, or or reasons why some people might be very against getting mm-hmm. a house? Uh, you mentioned a good one is definitely mm-hmm. the, like the, if anything were to go wrong, you can't just call the landlord and be like, come fix this. Right. That, that I've used that before mm-hmm. and it works on some pretty like big items, you okay. know? What, Ooh, can you, can you share uh, any of them? Sure. Yeah. Not at this place. I, at, in Philadelphia, I had a like washer machine issues okay. and I had to get a new washing machine at one of my places, you know? And, th- and that, that certainly is something that, you know, if I, if I own the home, Especially mm-hmm. if I just bought it and the washing machine stopped working immediately, I might be like, you know what? Hang drying is not that bad. <laughs> it's a pandemic. I'm not even going anywhere. I'll just hang dry. Yeah, but you said the washing machine, not the dryer. Oh, right. The wash- Are you going to be hand washing <laughs> your, your clothes? Yeah, I'll hand wash them. I'll just <laughs> use the sink. Yeah, old school. You have a dishwasher, don't you? Just yeah, put, exactly. Just put your clothes in the Yeah, instead the of putting d- laundry or dish detergent, I'll just put laundry detergent. Yeah, that'll work totally fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, it's funny you mentioned washing machine issues. I had the same thing actually in China happen, where I had mm. my washing machine. There were a couple different issues. When I first moved into my apartment, um, I lived in this beautiful two-bedroom, two-full-bathroom apartment within walking distance to campus, right? Mm-hmm. And this was like a residential family neighborhood. Um and so anyways, the washing machine was actually out on my balcony, which is where you would uh, air dry and hang your clothes up. The washing machine was outside? It was on my balcony in my apartment. Oh, but it was covered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. It wasn't like, yeah. When I yeah, think balcony, I think you open an uh, area to the outside and you no. stand on something. Well, I guess here, that's what we would consider it. But what else would you call that room? I mean, it's it has a sliding glass door. You open it. You're You're technically on the side of the building looking out. I see. So it is. It is over the side of the building. Yes, I got gotcha, you. Yes. Gotcha. So in that regard, I guess it's still kind of a balcony. Yeah, right? covered balcony. I yeah, guess. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And so, anyway, so that's where my washing machine was, mm-hmm. and that's where the drain was to drain the water. But the funny thing was, is I had the little hose from. My, I learned a lot about washing machines <laughs> my semester. <laughs> my semester in China, there was uh, this this like clear hose that that's where the you know the water goes after it's you know clean your clothes and all the soap and all that stuff. That was a little rhyme you did there. That's that's right. Clean clothes or the water goes down this hose that's, <laughs> that's right we're starting the uh, untranslatable mixtape people uh keep your keep your eyes out for that uh no i'm just joking anyways so uh with that uh with that hose though what happened was when i moved in it wasn't attached to the drain thing properly mm-hmm. and i guess the dudes that had moved my furniture and stuff and they were probably just done with it and they're like you know we're just gonna put the hose right here and just leave it but the way it's supposed to be hooked up is you actually need to have it hooked up in the thing, I learned, because it creates this this like U-shape, which actually helps with the wow. the flow of the water in the wash machine. How'd you figure and this out? Did you Because my what happened was I would get halfway done with a load of wash and it would stop because all the water had drained completely out. Okay, I see. So what would happen is it would do the cycle, it would spin for a while. And it would sit there for a minute or two, you know, whatever the settings were. And then it would, the water would go back and it would do it, right? And so, uh, anyways, the whole point here is... I've never learned... I've learned so much about a washing machine just in this two-minute conversation. Yeah. (laughs) And and this was actually a fairly modern one in China. The other issue I had, though, was all the directions were in Chinese. 
Sure. So a lot of it I had to kind of look at and try to figure out. And were there any like picture representations? I mean, when I, when I went online, I found some. Sure. Uh, and figured out why because I was just so confused. Like it would wash my clothes halfway through the cycle and then it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why? Why? So you know, it's pretty frustrating when you're about to leave for a five day trip or a ten day trip. And all the clothes you thought were going to be clean are still wet. Of course. And, and <laughs> you know. I've never had, yeah, I had, you know where I had, a, I had a lot of problems with washing machines mm-hmm. in Europe. Okay. I've never, I, I, I've, hey, I've never, I, I'll venture to say I've never come across a good washer or dryer, especially dryer. Mm-hmm. In, oh yeah, in, in any European You're country not I've find ever it. been to, nope, you, you won't <laughs> find it. You just won't. No dryer. I've I've never. I've yet to use a dryer in Europe that dries a load fully in one go. Well, you know what else is crazy is doesn't if, exist. If you if you can't get it, if you use a dryer even in Europe, a lot of the clothes there they don't have the same junk in them that our clothes do, and they shrink way more. Oh, do they? Yeah, our clothes have more junk in them. Yeah, they don't shrink as much. Really? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think wow. so. Wow. Because at least I've bought like t-shirts and and button downs and stuff from like places in Germany, and they don't usually use a, a dryer and i don't use super high heat on the one here sorry for all the boring laundry talk oh i, guess, I love but, high heat but uh, i'll heat the shit out of my clothes but yeah so anyways um i think that is one thing you know for for me it was no issue i could just call the person at my university and they would contact the repair person but if it would have been my house mm-hmm. well i guess what would happen is if it's still in a warranty there might be a technician that could come and take a look at it i guess <laughs> yeah. but it's still more your responsibility sure of whereas course. i just made a phone call and then it was taken care of yeah so that's a big advantage of apartments for sure yeah yeah i mean that that really is a big one right you you know uh you know what also is i think uh really crucial with Houses, apartments, what have you, like you said, is just having that cash in hand for that money down. Yes. You know, so if you really want some cash in hand for some money down, Jared, I don't know if you've been <laughs> hearing about this, but uh, the uh, the uh, very famous tried and true uh, CEO of uh, Tesla, Elon Musk. Now the richest man in the world, apparently. Yep, uh, has announced a $100 million donation for the best carbon capture technology. Mm. So, Jared, I think we need to put our thinking caps on here and figure out a good carbon capture method here. And uh, we split it 50-50, 50 mil each. I think we could get a nice uh, house or two. You know, an article came out after this saying that mm-hmm. apparently he wants to start drilling for natural gas in Texas, I believe. Uh-oh. Well, maybe that's why you create and, good and carbon the, capture. And that's why he's willing to invest this much into it what is carbon capture i have no idea what it is i'm assuming i i'm assuming does it not say there uh well i guess i can let you guess first no no please guess guess first first. and and then my 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 assumption is it's just carbon emissions out in the atmosphere carbon capture will capture it and store it and maybe even make it a way to reuse it would be my guess oh so so as in like waste carbon carbon emissions carbon emissions Mm -hmm. okay if he's drilling for gas which is ironic because his car is uh, an electric car company. Yeah. I, I, um, listen, I'm going off of Twitter news but, here. But at the same time, I mean, the carbon capture, I think, also does have uh, quite a few, like, climate effects as well. You know, like, uh, uh, if you... You can, you, can, you can harness it. Right. Do something with it right. later. Right. Elon Musk's next play, drilling for natural gas, of course. There you go. So here, but next here's... Texas play. By the way, here's the, the carbon capture thing. Um, so carbon capture, which is also called carbon capture and storage, CCS, uh, is what people call processes that involve capturing carbon dioxide, uh, CO2, uh, at the source of emission and sequestering in order 
for it to not leak into the air. Oh, interesting. So it would. So it sounds like this would almost be like maybe a filter. On Wait, your, sorry. Can you read that one more time? Uh, sure. I, I don't realize how scientific that was. Carbon capture, which is also called carbon capture and storage (CCS), okay, is what people call processes that involve capturing carbon dioxide (CO2) at the source of emission and sequestering it. Or wait, sec sequestrating. Well, I've never even seen sequestering. That okay, thank you. Uh, that's what I said, wasn't it? Anyways, no, I don't and, think and, that's what you said. Uh, I don't know what you said. Uh, well, basically, already. I think this just means harnessing. See, it. Based on the context, you. I would say harnessing. I gotcha. Source of emission and harnessing it in order for it to not leak into the air. Okay. So you stop it, I guess, before it gets into the air. It also sometimes involves technologies to use the carbon sure. for other purposes. Well, of course, why not? I'd imagine the it? main reason of wanting to, I mean, there is obviously that we're trying to protect the environment, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. But it's also, you can use it for something else. Well, speaking of the environment, Jared, right here, the concept has been suggested as a potential solution to, sl- to slow down climate change by reducing the amount of carbon dioxide emitted in the atmosphere mm. or even reversing it in the future. As I said, reversing it would be taking it from the atmosphere. There have been a few, forget what they were, but there have been a few like tests where they saw certain things might be able to take carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, actually. Um, so, yeah, so uh, Elon Musk tweeted out, I'm donating 100 mil towards a prize for best carbon capture am? technology. He just said am, not even I. When you're Elon Musk, you, you don't need to. <laughs> yeah, you, you get know. the picture. Exactly. Don't waste my time. Um, but, yeah, so apparently, uh, uh, so the question is, Jared, how does it play into Tesla's plan here? Mm. Uh, Musk has previously stated that Tesla's mission is to accelerate the advent of electric transport and renewable energy in order to address climate change. Um, so yeah, so I think that's, that's how fantastic. it plays into the plan. That's right. That simple. When Makes sense. When you're Elon Musk, keep it efficient. That's right. And vague. Exactly. <laughs> Why not? Why not? So yeah, that was my uh, my shout out for today. Though I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, sure. Interesting story. Oh, I have a shout out too. Mm-hmm. By the way, I didn't realize that was your shout out. Mm-hmm. Spread a little love. Let me get in on this. Fun. Spread a little love. Um, I have a shout out to um. The new president, actually. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, uh, I, 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 Which is th- funny because I see your Bernie <laughs> Sanders <laughs> yeah. meme on your notes. He's not happy right now, okay? Bernie? Leave him alone. There have been so many good memes about Bernie giving this, the two bands versus the four bands or whatever. Anyway. Oh, I didn't see that one. It's no. gotten... I've never... this. I haven't seen something get meme this hard in a long time. They they really meme the shit out of this Bernie. Uh, the, oh, that, yeah. The Bernie. Like, oh, I, yeah. I haven't seen something get that that memeified in a while. Which, You've been memeified. Which is interesting, <laughs> though, because I saw a post online, I think on Reddit, where someone said the, the thing they are sad about about Trump leaving is he was easily the most memeable president. Mm. Yeah, I don't like those memes though. I don't, Which is right. The, they're not the as fun to me. Is, this is fun. I like. I really like the Joe Biden Obama memes. Those are oh, some of yeah, my yeah, favorites. Yeah. yeah, like the yeah. Those are hilarious. The yeah, Obama. Those are good. They're more wholesome. You yeah. Know? Um, the Trump ones, it's more just making fun of him because he's such a yeah. Doof. Like it's usually like some sort of s- terrible face he's making mm-hmm. or something. Right. This is fun. Right. I, this, by this, I'm pointing to Bernie, the Bernie just one. sitting there. Anyway, yeah. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, President Biden. Like it's so crazy though that, mm-hmm. that anyway. Um, because I think he, I well, I don't want to say I think he signed an executive order to change the term from uh, alien to a non-citizen. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I, th- I don't like the I don't like the term alien because now at this first of all at this point it's just been turned into a pejorative term, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And um, them illegal aliens exactly. are coming over here into my country, taking my jobs. Exactly. Yeah. It's and ridiculous. Uh, yeah. And 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 we need to, you know, sometimes the borders are stupid too. Words and words matter. You know. Uh, um, yeah. Exactly. I, that sounds like such a simple statement, but I think a lot of people really miss the message there. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, I think that is good. He's he's signed a lot of executive orders. I yeah. think stopped uh, uh, nixed the kilo uh, the key lime. I'm getting hungry here. Keystone pipeline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. That was, that was another, another one. one. Rejoin the Paris climbing agreement, which was hilarious when Ted Cruz tweeted out like, oh, President Biden, you only care about (laughs) Parisians and not people from Pittsburgh when it's like (laughs) (laughs) Parisians. Right. Did he say that? No, he didn't. Of course not. That's That's probably not in in his lexicon. Let's be honest. (laughs) Paris Uh, people. But he said, yeah, he said the citizens of Pittsburgh. He was comparing it to like you're. You're backing out on the citizens of Pittsburgh, and and yeah, you know, yeah it's just ridiculous. But yeah, um, that's awesome. I have, uh, I do have one other shout out here. Okay. Uh, we're a couple days late, or maybe a week or so late on this now when this episode drops. But the uh, the country queen, mm-hmm. the uh, I would even say the queen of kindness in a lot of ways. Wow, uh, Dolly Parton. She uh, recently celebrated her 75th birthday, and. I call her the queen of kindness for a reason, Jared. Uh, She's mentioned that her birthday wish is a call for kindness. And look, some people may be listening and and maybe thinking you're getting real cheesy or or whatever. Never, never, Jared. Um, But the the thing I like about this, though, Jared, and the reason why I want to talk about this for a second is um, we've been talking about a lot at my office the uh, the concept of uh, pedagogy of kindness, mm. where a lot of students right now are going through a lot because you know we're still in the thick of things in the pandemic. You know, yeah. it's it's not over. Um, I think the light is eventually going to be here at the end of that tunnel, but we're not there yet. Um, so we need to still you know stay buckled in and you know uh, be smart about things and and be kind to one another. I think a lot of people now uh, empathy and p- kindness can be so important. And uh, and I mean Dolly Parton has just done so many kind acts throughout last year all the money she donated mm-hmm. um just like she just has such a great track record so she anyways, seems like she's fun like a good time too yep, you know she yep. seems like a very nice person yep exactly and and here's just one little quote from her here uh love is more contagious than a virus so let your best self shine in a glorious light and others will be inspired by you and i'll be honest with you man uh, I think she's allowed to say something like that. Like if sure. I say something like that, it's it, come on, <laughs> like it's kind of cheesy. But look, she puts her money where her mouth is. Yeah, and you know listen, she really does. She's got hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, right. what, you, what would you like for for your birthday? Oh, I like a PS Five. You know, <laughs> right, right. Give me a some new car. Give you know? me some Air Jordan Dior's, please. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But I think I think it's a great message. You yeah, know, I, I no, do think I it's mean, a great I message. Agree. And I'm I'm I don't listen to a ton of Dolly Parton music because it's just not my cup of tea but she is still very talented mm-hmm. incredible woman and i think she deserves a shout out so sure. anyways happy belated to you dolly and uh thank you for all the good you do for everybody yeah no i'm with you on that listen i'm not gonna shine on your parade well is that, jared is that the, is that the uh, that's not rain the, on your parade <laughs> yeah. what you should be so doing <laughs> jared is i want you to steal my thunder but you don't need to rain on my parade for someone How that about does that? as much as we do you think i could get that well, the English ones can be tricky. You know, they're easy to forget. It's like the saying, Jared, uh, uh, sometimes the hardest thing to see is when it's, you know, right in front of your nose or right in front of your face. Um, and that's a little sample untranslatable for all Brilliant. of you. Any of you new listeners out there, untranslatables are idioms, words, phrases, proverbs that don't translate on a smooth one-to-one basis in English. 
And I want to start us off today, Jared, with a uh, Spanish-speaking uh, uh, untranslatable, and it is de punta en blanco. Something in white. Uh, punta? Punta can mean point or also top. Top. So on, or, or tip, sorry. On white tip. Uh, oh, so like Punta Cana, the city, is because it's like at the tip on that, mm-hmm. we're on, on that strip of Mexico. Uh, yep. The okay. tip of Cana, I guess. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, the tip of the strip, you said? No, 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 no. Uh, on white tip. Oh, on white tip. Right. You said tip or strip. Right. I'm not uh, trying to be racist here, Jared. On white tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. On white tip. Is that like on the tip of my tongue? No. Uh, on white wh- tip. When, the when, very top of a When do you usually wear white, like. Jared? Uh, weddings is when I usually wear white okay. to other people's weddings. Okay, of course. <laughs> All white tux. That's right. As a guest. Okay, so weddings, <laughs> you wear some white. Yeah. Um, also, so are you dressed nicely or are you dressed poorly for a wedding? Oh, usually if I, uh, I'm just uh, nicely. So what, oh, would, what so would we say in English if dressed you're dressed to the nines. nicely? There we go. What does that mean, dressed to the nines? I don't really know. Because actually. nine, it's not like it's you're not calling yourself a nine. You know, right. Then you'd say dressed to the tens. Right. Dressed to the elevens, if you ever watch <laughs> Spinal Tap. Um, yeah, well, the other one, too, is dressed to kill. Oh, yeah. Why, why is mm. that also? Why, why should I be dressed nicely thought- to you know, I thought that was a James Bond reference or something. Oh, maybe I don't or know. a spy reference, some sort of yeah, yeah. Because they're how, usually dressed nice. But maybe it comes, maybe it's before that. But that's how I always, right. I, how I always associated it was a uh, like a James Bond. Or I wonder, thing. right? Or I, I wonder, I wonder if it goes back even further, where people would wear ceremonious mm. robes and such for sacrifices. Ah, so like you're saying the. Uh, <laughs> Like you're the, dressed uh, to kill. Like you're dressed in something really the person, fancy. The, the person that would swing the, the executioner, axe, the executioner mm-hmm. would wear like flamboyant outfits. Right. It's like, ooh, look at that suit the fla- the right. executioners wear. Maybe not. I'm not <laughs> sure. This is not based in science or fact. Damn, we're just, that we're executioner's just looking dope. Right. He's dressed to kill. <laughs> yeah, he's really dressed, he's to, dressed kill to kill today. <laughs> he's like, oh, you like this? You like this? Put the axe over his shoulder. Um, anyway. My untranslatable is Sinhala, which is a language that, where did I say it was from last episode? Uh, I don't remember, but it has the great uh Yes, it does script. have the great script. Is it Thailand? No, it's not. Indonesia? No. Uh, uh, it might be. I'm not going to say it's not in these places, okay. but this one, uh, from what I've seen, seen is from Sri Lanka. That's right. That's right. Okay. Angin Atayak Ganawa Wagwe. Like asking for a bone out of one's body. To ask a lot of somebody, or to ask someone to do something very unpleasant. Mm, it's a little. It's not as literal as that, but okay. you're in the right area. Um, I'm in the neighborhood. It, it would actually be more like um, I'd be like, "Hey, Chad, can you help me move?" And you and you'd be like, um, and you'd be like, "Ah, man, you know, I uh, I don't I don't know if I'll be able to do it." And it's like I'm not I'm not asking for a bone out of your body. So I'm just not asking that much of you. I'm not yeah, expecting that much of you. I guess that's fair. It's hard for me to explain this because right. the meaning is when a person is extremely reluctant to do a favor. I see. Yeah, yeah. that's a hard one to explain. Okay, but that's a because, good one. Yeah. That's a good one. What was it again? Like asking for a bone out of one's body. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's an interesting Oh, maybe one. I should say like, um, 
getting Chad to do anything is like asking for a bone out of one's body. You know, he's very reluctant to do so. I'm, this is all just examples. It's, yeah, you're good. You're good. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm so shocked and hurt, Jared. I quit. I don't want you to <laughs> just see me storm out. That would be funny. Have like, to make so sure, anyway. Uh, have to make sure you really stomp your feet so the microphone will pick it up. Anyways, my next one for you is uh, uh, Spanish, mm-hmm. or uh, I guess my first one, right? I haven't given or no, I did give you, you did one. Give me I did one. give you one. Uh, this is que uh, darse de de piedra. Something about your feet. Uh, stay like a stone. Oh damn it! I thought piedra would be feet or something. Uh, nope. Stay like a stone. Mm-hmm. Does that just mean to stay to hide, be very still? No. Why? What would be another reason why you might stay like a stone? Because you're lazy. Someone that's lazy. Uh, any other reasons why you might stay like a stone? Stay like a stone. Usually, you're not like a stone, and then all of a sudden, you stay like a stone. Oh, because you're frightened. Or you could also be surprised there we go to stay like a stone is to be so oh well, surprised or actually to be stunned that's what I was like right i gotcha i gotcha okay to uh-huh. stay like a stone right right and it so sounds that's has a great ring to it in english too. it does doesn't it yeah well we would say to be stunned well yeah it's to like stay like a stone that's right i can imagine Ooh, some, that could be a good new untranslatable I can imagine some southerner saying that. right any 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 great untranslatable i imagine right. southerner saying oh for sure <laughs> here, here, here's a good example of that jared um, watch out, boy! If you gonna be uh, pissing on gator piss, you gonna make me stay like a stone. Flipping on gator piss. That's right. Uh, uh, and here, this is another kind of. Let me give you a bonus one that's kind of related to this, uh, Jared. A little offshoot. Quedarse uh, con la boca abierta, uh, which means to stay with an open mouth. So we would say jaw dropped. Okay. You yeah. Know, my jaw dropped sure. when I saw that. Mm-hmm. You know, saw that Hellcat. <laughs> you know, and my jaw dropped. You know? Oh yeah! By the way, we're we need to reexamine our 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 plans. Yep. That our we... Raptor was way too out of our price range <laughs> yeah. for the miles we were trying to go. Yeah, we were trying to go very far, and it had a very small mileage range. Mm-hmm. So uh, that idea got squashed. So we're still wait. It's still happening. Though. It's in something, the works, people. Something's still happening. Yeah. We're making it happen. Um, my next untranslatable is Dutch, and it's Ixalzi in Pupil Latin Rikken. Can you say that one more time? Sorry, I enjoyed saying poopy. Poopy Latin Rikin. And it means? I shall let them smell a poopy. Listen, I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't use the phrase poopy, but that's what they said, so okay. I just stuck with it. Is it? I shall let them smell a poopy. Is it to give someone a taste of their own medicine? It's been a while since I've got one. All right, that feels it's good. All, it's yeah, it's like I'll show them. Okay, but that's uh, that's still right. Make you them still sm- got it. Same was concept. It smell the poopy. Uh, I'll, I, they say I shall like I'll let them uh-huh. uh, like I'll let them smell the poopy. I'll sh- I shall let yeah. them smell the poopy. Yeah. All right. That's I could see how you could like very defiantly say that you know, <laughs> you know. At the end, it's of hard like a, to it's hard to say poopy and be a like in a badass right. way. Right. Well, you'd have to change it to like shit. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, that's to, true. That's true. Like, I'll let them smell that shit. <laughs> that's you know. True. You'd, have to, <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have to say it like that. You could. Yeah. That's true. You can I'll let them smell like, poopy. Yeah. You know, poopy's a little. Right. It's like a childish a little bit. Exactly. Can't let be me, afraid of poopy. Let me give you another uh, Spanish one, Jared. Uh, it is uh, no hay color. Does that anything have to do with color? There is no color. 
There is no color. Hey, whoa! I don't see color, Jared. There's no color. No, that's not. That's not what this one means. Also, also, f you to people who say that. That's so ridiculous. I, I don't see color. Yeah, I've heard that a lot, by the way, in my life. It's mostly white people. Yeah, and, and it's that. so funny yeah. too because it's it's like it's almost like a like a compliment, you know. Right. Um, it's a backhanded compliment. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. really, if you say I don't see. I, yeah. When I hear that phrase, I don't see color. Sorry, this is a complete tangent here. <laughs> but I think it's worth mentioning. Uh, when I hear that phrase, I think of someone saying that, like, on the one hand, I see how some people assume it means, like, oh, the color doesn't matter. Sure. But I also think some people view it as, well, then you're not even recognizing me for who I am. Right. You're, like, you know? stripping them of their identity right. a little bit. Right. It's like, yeah. Like, we're, yeah. Because, like, like I, I identify as a white man. Like, yeah. That's just who I am, you know? And exactly. For me to say I don't see color, it's kind of And ridiculous. also when you say that, it's also kind of like like disregarding all the issues that a certain group right. like goes exactly. through. It's like, right. it's like, oh, we're don't all the worry. same. Yeah, I don't see yeah. any difference. It's right. like, yeah, but, you know, the cops do or the legal system does or right. whatever. Right. So, it, yeah, it's just a very simple, like, a, exactly. sort of like ignoring the reality. Exactly. Anyways, uh, no eye color. There oh, is yeah. no color. There is no color. That also kind of sounds like being shocked. You know, there's no color in my face. Um, no, I, I would. I would say this one is not like that. There is no color. You know, it's like it, indifferent. No, it's honestly a good good example. I would say is like there. There's no color um, for uh, our car, our car knowledge. Like yours versus mine. Oh, there's like no comparison. Well, here we go. I see. Yep. I see. I, okay. We we would say it's like, it's like um, apples to oranges. Oh, apples to oranges. It's like apples to oranges okay. would be okay. like the closest thing in English. I see. Yeah. You know. So so yeah, I, I thought that was kind of an interesting one. Like, there's no color. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe it's like you just can't even comp- like because if there were if there were a color, you can compare it. You know, you can make a comparison sure. with something. Whereas if there's no color, you have nothing oh, to compare I see. it with. I see. Sure. Yeah, or compare yeah, yeah. it to. I see. Um, mm-hmm. So. So yeah, I, I have to say, man, I found this this website, this Baselang blog, and they have so many cool Spanish idioms. Like you can just isn't that great? Every now and again, I actually found found a big site the other day, and I also I said more. I have it linked right there. Yes, nice. It is always good to be like oh jackpot, right? Because we've been doing this for a while. I'm I'm honestly. I don't think it will ever be possible for us to do all the untranslatables in the world. Oh, I don't sure, think it's it won't be possible to. Do, but it might be hard to. It's. I, I. I mean, I've been saying this for like a year at this point. But it, like, I'm, I'm getting nervous about like that. I'm gonna. It's getting harder and harder to find them. My thing is that as I, as you notice, I find try to find languages that I, that I right. haven't heard of. Right, like, like the Sinhala. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have any any other untranslatables for us? Uh, today, no, Jared? those those are my last ones. Right, let me let me give you one more. One more Spanish one, just because there's so many good ones on this website here. Uh, let me. I want to find one that's uh, that's good enough that that some of these, because I think Spanish and English do have a lot of similarities. Mm. Um, some of them they're too straightforward. Like for an untranslatable expert such as yourself, All it's right. not even. Well, you look, know, save look save this for later. Let's got t- one. Let's talk. Okay, got okay. one. Give you give you one more houses. And uh, stuff. Give you one more because this is kind of related to. Anyways, let me just give you this one. Estar hasta en la sopa. To be something. To be even in the soup. To be even in the soup. Mm-hmm. Is that like to break even? That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, to be even in the soup. To be even in the soup. Yeah. To I don't understand that. Uh, well, uh, how do you explain it? Yeah, to be even in the soup. Uh, well, here the the, the Co- cool, calm, and collected is also kind of what it okay. seems like to me. Well, well, here the let me let me give you the the 
meaning, and maybe you can figure out there's an English one that's related. Um, so they say here, and I, um, this is kind of a bad one. Let me just explain. See, we could have just gone yeah, out. We should have. We can that's just move my on. Bad. Just give me what, tell me what it is and we can move okay, on. Okay. Well, so this is the weird and, thing. So the meaning it says is to find the same person anywhere and everywhere you go. However, they say the English equivalent of this one. Oh, no. Sorry. Never mind. Uh, well, this is just weird. Uh, they say the counterpart is to be here, there, and everywhere. Um, which I don't think is the same. Anyway, so let's just move on. Let's talk about houses, Jared. That's my bad. Um, let's move <laughs> on to houses. Um, what What are some uh, some things uh, you want to talk about related to houses today? You've been house hunting. Uh, I'm sure you've learned a lot throughout the process here. What why, I, why are you even looking at a house, I guess, maybe we should start at? I think the thing that's been the most interesting to me, just, just as far as a learning process goes, you know, obviously I've been tr- learning over time what I'm interested in a house. I don't want to get into the, the nitty-gritty the details. specifics of what details I'm interested in in my right. house. But I will tell you this, what I have been enjoying is learning about the different styles of home. Okay. And so, like... like you got a Tudor-style house, yes, right? Yes. You have the uh, bungalow-style yep. house. Ranch. ranch. I like ranches myself yeah also Col- like ranch dressing colonial is another one <laughs> right and so i, I th- so i, I victorian actually, um, is another style right Vic- is I, the, it sounds I like it, has it sounds the, like the, one the beans i have or actually something? a big ass list of styles nice home. okay because I, I actually in this i've been trying to figure out what is like i think I, i'm really into the detroit tutors that we have a lot They're of tutors cool. in detroit. yeah i like them too and i i never even knew what those were called until now and, and i like them I like them. So let's let's see let's see if you've heard of any of these. I houses. think we need to maybe make this a new segment of the podcast. It just came so organically, Jared. The untranslatable big ass list. The big because <laughs> you were just like I got a big ass list of different types of houses. I think that's hilarious. All right, let's go to this. Let's 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 do, yeah. Let's do the untranslatable big ass list segment. The modern house. Okay. It's a little ridiculous. The modern house to me, like I, I'm not gonna say I hate a modern house. Can you describe what you're seeing to our listeners? It's built on the side of a hill. And it's got a lot of. It's very geometric and white and gray, mm-hmm. and it's got a lot of um, different shapes. As you shapes, said, very geometric, yeah, built right. off of each other, and it's big. But it looks very cold. It kind of looks like the interior. I imagine the interior looks like you've seen the picture of Kanye's house, right? Or it's just a bare white interior, right? And it's like this is terrifying. Or this is a smaller version of it, but it's just still, square or rectangular. Yeah. The townhouse. Not a fan of it. I'm not okay. a huge fan of the townhouse. Where? Where? Why? Why is that good, sir? Um, just because it's like, it's almost like you're living in an apartment at that point. You yeah, know? it's, you're right. You're right. But I guess it depends on where you're at. Where, where do you, th- when you think townhouse, where mm-hmm. do you think? Cause I think like city, I think. Like, right. I was thinking Detroit. Yeah. Actually, there's some, a couple townhouses I, I saw think New York, Detroit. maybe, mm-hmm. uh, Philadelphia, but even then it would still probably Chicago, be Chicago, I think they also have yeah, some probably. too. I think. The ranch house. Yep. This is what I like. Um, I this like the This is the, the style ranches. you like? Um, well, maybe not that exact <laughs> house. But, <laughs> I know. I don't know. But I like, I don't know. There's something nice about Interesting. having everything on one floor. And then, uh, like, my buddy in high school had a really cool ranch where they had uh, really just really spacious basement as well. See, a lot of the ranches I see are, like, plain white. Okay. So, I, I, the ranch, to me, really depends on... On how it's like finished on the outside. Okay. Yeah, but because you can you can repaint a, a ranch. But I mean, just painting. Because right? I, I like. Do you uh, mean like the siding and stuff as well? I don't know. It's just like it, it just. I don't know. The shape just seems so basic to me. You know. I think that's the beauty. That's why I like them. Okay. Because they basic, are simple. You're basic. Right. The ranch house first appeared on the U.S. real estate landscape in the 1930s, driven by homeowners' desires to own affordable, easy-to-care-for homes See, right designed there. for casual living. Would you like to live casually? I'm a casual kind of All guy, right. Jared. Let's right, keep well, it casual. It. 
Um, the Victorian, as you said. See, yeah, uh, I was Victorian. Right. I didn't Ooh, doubt you. This looks like a slave a, house, by the way. There's a. I think the slave houses are actually they look different. The plantation <laughs> okay. houses look different. I would argue that does not look like a plantation. Uh, the only house. reason I say it looks like a you're right, you're right. The only reason I say it looks like that well, is because of the porch. The wraparound the, porch yep. is a very popular yep. plantation house. Sitting movie. out there with my sweet tea. <laughs> you need to be able to see <laughs> the slaves at every corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you gotta have the wraparound porch right. <laughs> with my sweet oh, tea. Oh Jesus. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I but the crazy thing is there's actually this really cool Victorian house not too far from here. Jared, and it's just like in the middle of nowhere. It's That's so bad. weird. You drive by and it has the big. Where would like, you see a house like this traditionally? Where where, where would you think of a, seeing a house like this? Well, were they built in the twenties? This what? doesn't seem like a British. Th- this seems way too big. Right. To be like something you'd see in England or I mean, something. this is something you would see. Well, you might see these in wealthy areas like in, in the in the East Coast, in the U.S. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. You know, um, you see them around here could, in Michigan in certain spots, too. I could see too. this being like a Massachusetts-style yep. home or like yep. a, yeah. Or and like it's a, older. It'd be an older built house. Yeah, I could see that. Or like the rich, like like the rich, air, like in uh, Westchester outside mm-hmm. of New York. There's or two or three in Ann Arbor like for sure. Probably more than that. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's I've true. Seen, I've definitely seen some. There's a couple some, of the co-ops. And there's some of them. There's some too. of them in in Ann Arbor are kind of dece- deceiving because they are like within within the city, mm-hmm. and and some of them are also used as like um aren't, yeah as you said they're co-ops. So some of them are also used right. for like businesses. You're right. I have seen I, mm-hmm. I have seen that. Yep. Um, the cottage. The Eng- yeah. This is this looks like some Hansel and Gretel shit. Right. Or or even this like some even Lord real. of the Ringsy yeah, type thing yeah, too. Like I an get elf that vibe. lives there. <laughs> right. Actually, like Jeremy'd a, be a dwarf. A excuse dwarf, me. No, excuse I'm just kidding. Me. I'm just joking. Uh, uh, is it? Oh, but is is that what it is? A dwarf? What? Well, they're elves. There's dwarves. Oh, there's a bunch. They're different okay. types of characters. The, yeah. So it's an English cottage. I, right. You don't really actually. I've seen. No, I've, I've seen, seen some of those. You yeah. see those around a little yeah. bit. The apartment the house. Apartment house. What is that? Well, you can buy apartments. Right. So but just buying an apartment. Yeah, I guess is that so. all that means. I guess so. Probably. Okay. I will say this though: with an apartment, I think the allure for apartments for a lot of people is that they may be. Uh, if you don't have any pets or or like a big family, yeah, um, you know, like uh, I think apartments I mean, are great, great for, for single people. Yeah, if you're living I, in a city, I just, I just feel like it's some. I don't know why, but the idea of of still having to deal with like neighbors. No, granted, you could still you still have to deal with neighbors even mm-hmm. in a house, but like the possibility that you can hear noise bleeding right. through, hearing your neighbors bumping uglies at at you know midnight <laughs> exactly, or something on exactly. a Friday, sure. But 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 I but I mean th- I can see the appeal if you live in a city, you know, mm-hmm. if you live in Chicago or something like that. And right. It's like I'm single and I don't really have an interest in just living by myself out in right. the middle of the suburbs in a big ass house. Right. And you gotta worry about the commute if you work in the yeah. city. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of a lot of these things I think really influence uh, why a lot of different cult- countries and cultures have houses or they don't one of my favorite housing situations i saw while abroad just real quick and then we can get back to our big ass list here Mm -hmm. um is i love seeing the gurs in mongolia which are which are we would call them a yurt but that's actually i think the russian Uh, word i don't think Um, yeah i don't think mm -hmm. they like the word yurt i heard right well well, we would hear them say gur that's just what they called it so that's what i started to call it um and so but yeah it's just this crazy big you know, it's it, well. Some of them can be big, but it's like a circular, basically like insulated tent, more than just a tent. But it's they're really something. I was inside a couple. Are there of them. different rooms? Um, usually, no. Usually, it's just okay. one big open thing. Um, so obviously, yeah. as you can imagine, if you got and I mean this, I imagine the structure. 
is pretty well insulated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has oh, yeah. to be. It's warm. Well, when there's a fire, freezing, it, usually it? I think the fire is in the middle of it. If I remember correctly, the way it's set up towards that, the back. Okay. Yeah, and, and and some of the hot air obviously goes out of it. So are, are these are these able to be? Oh yeah, they're you can live nomads. in them year round. Yeah, but they're nomads. As we can see, so yeah, you can so pack you can, like, them up and build them. You could travel yeah. with these, which is crazy to think about, and it's it's so cool to see these up close. Yeah, I've been inside a couple of them. This is cool. I was in Ulaanbaatar. Yeah, I would love to go back to Mongolia. This at some one point, doesn't man. look like one you could move. Uh, well, well, you have to build them. Sure. You know, so so I mean, I don't but think this it's one a, looks pretty complex. Right. is What I'm saying. Well, right. It's not like a tent in that you can just pack it up, sure, take it sure, with sure, you. Sure. You know, like it takes time. I'm not, right. I'm not saying it's not like right. Yeah. But I had a friend who was an English teacher who actually lived in one of those. He was actually uh, in Mongolia, I think, in the 80s or 90s for the Peace Corps, and so he lived in one of these. That's which would be really interesting. How does that work? Um, uh, I mean, he told me that the key was you wanted to always make sure, especially in the winter, the fire was Did always Did he live on. by himself? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He lived in, he had his own wow. girl, which would be a really interesting housing situation. Um, I mean, it would be cool to experience, but that, that right. seems terrifying. For I mean, to, well, I How think do you get, get food? How did he get his food? Um, well, that's a good, I don't know. I mean, he, he's not hunting. They don't expect right. him to hunt for well, food. Well, no, no. Well, he was in, I'm pretty sure he was in Ulan. No, he wasn't in Ulaanbaatar. He was, he was in a, a town in mm. Mongolia somewhere. Um, so, so I'm sure there was a grocery store or something within walking distance. It's not like he was in some field in the middle of nowhere in Mongolia. <laughs> Anyways, let's get back. Let's get back to the big So we got the mansion, the mansion, not the Mick mansion, but that kind of looks, a, that kind of looks nicer look, than a Mick mansion. It, it looks, it looks a little bit more old school, almost right. like the Fresh Pits mansion, except for mm-hmm. there's brick instead of just all sort of the white right but it is it is sort of leaning towards mcmansion uh but the mansion is such a generic term for just big ass house essentially right the colonial which by the way the Mc, the mansion and the big ass house one one point i wanted to mention i think that's another reason why house houses are so popular in the states is it's it's a clear display of wealth and status yeah sure you really think about it sure I mean, you know? And people also sometimes with these mansions try to make it seem like, a, and well, I'm sure it is sometimes, like mm-hmm. an artistic thing. Sure. You know, like I was really into this styling of, uh, right. and I, this is why I chose this brick. Right. You're going to hear me in, in five years, Jared, talking like that about my ranch probably <laughs> one day or something. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I like the one story because uh, it's easy to vacuum. <laughs> That's right. Um, the Colonial, which is like a, this is like a... Um, this is like a almost like a when I think of like the the Ferris Bueller's Day Off House or something Bueller, like that. Yeah, uh, kind of your upper middle class suburban yeah, suburb house, like yeah. maybe like the suburbs of like uh, like like West Bloomfield. Where do you think like one of those that. runs for? Probably two, three hundred thousand. Where, where? Michigan, I guess. So if I'd say if maybe if you're in like Bloomfield Hills or something mm-hmm. like that, or or maybe Birmingham. If it's in Birmingham, Behams, that, that would probably be like two million. Ho- Two million, dude. This house is huge. Look how far oh, back okay. it goes. Oh, I didn't realize it was that that went that far back. Yeah, okay. that's a pretty. Bi- also, this is just a rendering of a house. Right. This is not even a real house. Right. But yeah, I mean, that's a pretty big the house. Colonial. Okay. And look at all these rooms. That's true. You're right. You're right. That's Where's true. the garage? Also on this thing. Uh, that's weird. Right. Couple car garage. The bungalow, which is also very common around it's a smaller here. house, right? Yeah. I think the house that I live in is technically a bungalow. Okay. And it's usually, it's, uh, although I thought bungalows usually don't have an upstairs, but this one does. But it's kind of like, there's nothing really like. Nothing too fancy. Yeah, nothing too fancy about it. The farmhouse. Now, we're, farmhouses we're, are kind of cool. When you, There's a couple around here. Mm-hmm. There's one that looks straight up like a farm that I drove past, and I almost. It might know, be a farm. <laughs> swerved off the road trying to figure out if it was a farm or a home. Right. But if I look at a farmhouse, you, what, you know what I think of? I think of. Um, Horror movies? 
<laughs> no, I think of I think like locations where it's really popular. The, the idea of a farmhouse, like Wales or Scotland. Oh yeah, like, I, I, like yeah. out in the countryside. Or what's that movie with uh, England with too. Gerard Butler? I think it's Gerard Butler. Um, and he, oh, he's needs, done a lot of movies. Three hundred. Yes, because um, there's definitely a farmhouse in Three Hundred. Uh, the movie where he kills everyone no, because he's in, his family he's, dies. No, it's a it's a rom com. Oh, okay, I don't know. Um, uh, well, I think I think she stays at a farmhouse in his village in oh, okay. Ireland or whatever. That's yeah. why the. Anyways, I think the cool thing about those farmhouses, the brick farmhouses, look really cool. And there's a lot of open space. Yep. But I feel like it's it seems like a lot of upkeep. As a guitar player, though, a farmhouse would be kind of cool to have. Why? Why is that? Just for jam sessions. Okay. Just the a lot of big know. rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but it does seem like a lot of upkeep. Yeah. And a lot of them are seem old. Yep. And yep. and so it does seem a little concerning upkeep wise. For sure. But I do like the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I. I, I uh, the manor the manor okay now this is some wayne manor now we're getting into the almost the estate level <laughs> we're the almost past the house a, uh, mansion and a manor i'll say this manors seems classy right off the bat well first of all mansions are probably american and manors are british no i'm not sure uh, okay Man- I'm, I'm not manor sure homes that. come with impressive pedigrees and lineage so uh, oh so okay. manors that okay that matter also makes sense manors are old they're old, and I think a lot can, of manners. Any, any asshole can build a mansion, right? But you know, manners are old. Someone passes yep, down to you. Yep. And I think with manners, there's also a level of like there's probably some type of garden or some type mm, of a, like, moat. like like outside aesthetic to it. Whereas a mansion, oh, yes. I think of a mansion, I just think of a big. It could be yeah. It could be anywhere. It could be a, yeah, could be a na- right. normal neighborhood. Right. And it could yeah exactly. You could have a neighborhood f- filled with mansions that just have a normal ass lawn. Yeah. Whereas when I think of a manor, you have some exquisite garden. Gardens and shit, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, like those, like those statues with the water blowing right, out of the, the right, <laughs> blowing exactly. out of the mouth, right? <laughs> Perfectly manicured, and some lawns. like shrubs and some yeah. like. Oh, you know where I could also see a manor mm-hmm. once again? Like East Coast is very is I, I think oh, has a very yeah. similar vibe. Yeah. To like Rockefeller a, Manor is that a thing? Like I don't know. <laughs> has a nice ring to it. Has man. a very spe- like similar vibe to like uh, right. like old old England kind of vibes. So, so here's I can the imagine thing. like a manor in like Massachusetts or something like here's that or New thing. York. If you get to serious baller status, mm-hmm. could you build your own manor, make it look old school, mm, and then know. and then give it to your children, and then eventually becomes a manor, or is that just not? You'd allowed? have to do some impressive shit that okay. um, that. Like, like Gates Manor for Bill Gates, or Musk Manor for no. Elon Musk. You don't think it could ever no. be a thing? No, because they don't have any lineage. They're just one. Well, I, I guess I but, don't know. But if they hand it down, and then like in in like two or three generations, yeah. But I think yeah. But when I think Brit, yeah, I hear my great great grandpapa Bill William when Gates. I, when I, th- these, I don't know why these, they're British these, now, but I feel like this British people in general care a lot more okay. about the idea of like of like family lineage and like right. um i don't think i don't think the that's titles as, i don't think i don't think that says like big in our culture you're right you're right like that's I, true. I feel like people like this shit's old right i can get this mansion over here it's got a a, a nest surround sound it's got a, yeah it's got a jacuzzi <laughs> a tennis court i don't even like tennis i'm not mowing all that all right. those fancy <laughs> right. lawns uh 
the neoclassical house. I, I've never see, seen that something like that. In those. some ways, kind of gives me a little bit slave ownerish plantation ish vibes. I think it's a because bit. of the, the pillars. The pillars. The pillars. Yep. Yeah, and the upstairs balcony. Yep. Also, looking down <laughs> upon them, and I'm, <laughs> I'm actually th- I, thinking of Django. Yep. When yep. they pull up to the, and then the some of the slaves are mm-hmm. up above on the balcony. Right. <laughs> yeah, and this this um this also that kind of reminds like a me of southern building too. Right. Like a southern or a frat house. Frat house too. Yeah. Yep. Or a sorority. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. The Spanish style house. Those are kind of cool. Those are, are more cool. out in Cali. Aren't yeah, they? that's like a Arizona, Cali, right. like a West Coast kind of thing. They, I'm a big fan of cool. the Spanish style yeah. house. Um, yeah, I, I like that vibe. The penthouse, which is a, a you know the top floor of an apartment. I feel like the penthouse is a lot of like when you think of like wealthy. That can't be your only place. Well, no, it's not usually. I think yeah. for a lot of these people, but the penthouse, I feel like that's like. When you hit the upper echelon and you want to live in a nice city, mm-hmm. you go with the penthouse. Sure. You know? Yeah. You, you're a big baller in New York, you go to the penthouse. You you're, get the wraparound yeah. balcony. Right. Yeah. So maybe even the swimming pool. The out, infinity up there. pool or whatever yes. it's called when you. Yeah. That's the, it's the infinity pool. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah. But, but, but that's the thing is if you're really out of. You can't even. You can't, like, you can't just have a penthouse, you know? Right. Because that, that, that seems like a... I mean, obviously, investment-wise, it probably makes sense. But it's mm-hmm. just like, you got to... Okay, the Greek revival. Now we're getting a little slavey, too. You know what yep. actually this reminds me of? What? I went to, um, to uh, like, the like the middle of nowhere in France to, like, wine country area with my parents uh, when I was a kid and we lived in Germany. And some of the... And so we stayed at a bed and breakfast that kind of had a, a, the style like this. Okay. And there were houses around that kind of had this Greek revival style. There's, it's funny. There's actually a house in Red Dead Redemption. I think it might even be a plantation uh, that looks almost just like that house. The French Provençal just looks kind of like a gaudy Provincial? mansion, to be honest. Provençal? <laughs> kind of just looks like a gaudy mansion, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that one. It's a little too much. Right. I don't know. I'm, there's no. It, it just seems almost kind of McMansiony. To be yeah, honest with you, yeah. It, it's this. I wonder if this is like the European equivalent of a McMansion. <laughs> they say as 17th century French commoners admired manor. Okay, who wrote this? Ho, who's <laughs> ho, they, those commoners? Probably hated them. Right. Uh, owned by the uh, nationals, uh, the nation's elites, architects were inspired to design. Affordable residence meant to be just as stylish and fancy, but without those. Oh, that's exactly what really? it is. Okay. So it kind of is like the knockoff European mansion. mansion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's exactly funny. what it is. That's really funny. The Craftsman House. I like this. Style. I do like this. Also, style this, too. you see these around Has around some Michigan. Open air little yeah. patio, right? But yeah, but this also mm-hmm. gives me like a West Coast vibe too. For sure. Mm-hmm. Have some like lighter blue or some like more. Like yeah, uh, brighter colors on it. Oh, for sure, you could get a very cal- California And it also type seems vibe. like it also seems like a like this house. And I bet like it seems like this seems like a house that in California would probably cost like two million dollars. Like, probably in like and San it's not Diego even that or something. Big exactly. of a house either. And yeah. and your neighbors are pretty close next to you. Yep. And you have a, a pretty small garage, right. but it's a good sized house. What are your thoughts on those houses? I've seen like especially back in the day when MTV Cribs was so huge. What are your thoughts on like those houses where a large section of it's like just basically open air? Like they they have a roof over it. I like that. It's kind of cool, you, isn't it? Uh, you can get that. My parents have something like that. They don't have a mansion by any means. They have a, a rather normal sized house. Mm-hmm. But it, like it's they, they have, have like the a French like a provincial. Like, they have like a back porch area, okay. and part of it is is covered with like ceiling fans. Love the porch. The porch is such a great add yeah. and, to a house or anything like that. And and, and that's why I think of of like um. 
of like the West Coast because that's when you really get the use out, out, of, mm-hmm. out of it. Obviously, you can use it here in Michigan, right. but you can but get the it's full really year only for a couple exactly a couple uh, months yeah. here. The Prairie House. This is this. Oh, I don't think this is a good example of a Prairie House master. Let's right. move on because this that's that's let's really move something. on. Move on. Tudor. Which is like very tutors. popular around yep. here in the Detroit area. I like the the like. Is that called the buttresses? Is that what that thing? I think called? so. I believe it's been so. a while since I had good. an architecture <laughs> class. Do you remember we had that? We learned a lot of random. I don't remember the terms anymore, unfortunately. But we learned so many random German terms because of our uh, oh, Geschichte for, in Wien for like our, architecture, our, our pieces? history in Vienna class. Yeah. Well, because remember we would go and see these yeah. enormous buildings. Oh yeah, and stuff. I remember a lot. Yeah. Which is funny because speaking of like what's in mode for people at the time, uh, back in the turn of the century in Vienna, a big one, if you remember, was uh, the the palais. Mm -hmm. And and where we studied abroad, it was technically in one of these palais. We literally would go up marble stairs with a damn red carpet into our classes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it It was was a palais. (laughs) It was fancy. (laughs) Yeah, but but it was crazy because it. It didn't seem well. Just built into a side street into right downtown. That's, that's the, the thing. Weird it was thing. also it was not even it was off a main street. Like yep. and it, it was built into a wall. You wouldn't mm-hmm. even notice it was there. Right. If you like, if you were just walking down the street, and the way you know it's a palais really is once you're inside. It's really the interior because it's actually, in a city. Right. That was actually mm-hmm. really a weird sort of like great a, place to study abroad, but yeah, kind of weird. It was, a, and it was a weird sort of structure that I've never uh, like experienced before. That sort of pa- like it look as you said, a palais. Is that what a palace, a city palace, is a palais? I guess maybe because it looked full on like a palace on the inside, but you it was built into a wall like an right. apartment building, and you would right. never notice. Well, because they that just was, yeah uh, they just didn't have the uh, essentially a palace inside of that. Once again, it comes down by. to not having the space, Jared. Once yeah. again, you can't build these crazy lavish buildings if you don't have the space. The Tudor, anyway, I like yep. it. it, and it also gives it's me cool. It gives me hard England vibes that too. G- actually, that gives me the the facades of it. That actually looks kind of like Fachwerkhäuser, which is a really famous German mm. type of architecture, actually. Interesting. Um, which looks pretty How, cool. What do you know about architecture? I know some random bits. You're and starting. Pieces. To, you're start. You, you're blow, You're pulling out some random Am terms I? and stuff. Good. Where I'm like, what is? Uh, where is? Where is? What is this? The single family home. Yeah, I kind of like, like those. A, it's your standard, sure. though. I mean, that's once again your. Kind of, but the, the single family home like this that they're mm-hmm. saying tends to be like the cookie cutter neighborhood right. home. You got too. your garage that's attached. Mm-hmm. You got your probably your living room, your kitchen, your dining room right there. Then you yeah. got your upstairs. Here it looks like you might have one or two rooms. There was maybe. a house I saw around mm-hmm. here that I, I like like that. And what I like about the garage being um like a, a room being excuse me, a room being on top of the garage mm-hmm. is and some of them the whole top floor was just the master bedroom. Right. And um and I like that vibe too. That that can be nice for sure. What is this? Oh, condo. condo. Sorry, the the yeah, the outside of the condo looked like a <laughs> almost like a like a government building. Or, a chalet. Or this is like if you live in the mountains in the, in Switzerland right. or something. I like it's or interesting. In it's interesting like in that. English we call it a chalet, and in in Czech they actually call it a chata, but it's spelled C H A T A. It's not that far off from the word chalet. Inter- oh, interesting. That's yeah. I wonder if it's. Just, I wonder if they're related. The same word. I wonder. Or similar words. I, um, right. The chalet seems like a fun idea, but it just seems like a, a lot of upkeep, and it also seems like dangerous weather-wise. Like I see, like I feel like there's a lot of chances for. Uh, maybe that's just because I remember one time going th- through Colorado, and there was just this like mountain area that mm-hmm. I was driving through, and there was just a bunch of houses that had been condemned because they had, I believe, some sort of mudslide or something, right? Or some sort of or flood or some some sort of 
uh, natural, natural disaster, disaster right that almost seemed inevitable for the type of area that you're living okay. in and in, in like the mountains like that so i i will say this though i i was fortunate enough to take a trip in the czech republic uh in uh, through all these beautiful mountain villages when I went to uh, mm-hmm. Bohemian Switzerland or Czech Switzerland. And there were a ton of these chalets or little like mountain cottages. I tell you what, man, if I like lived in the Czech Republic full time, um, would be, or, would be cool. I would I would for sure get one of those. That would be cool. For like a weekend getaway type of place. And oh, I don't I'll think, think they're that get expensive. one as in like that's where you would live. Uh, probably not because it'd be very <laughs> difficult commute wise. anywhere. Right. Uh, the tiny home, the tiny those home. Those are interesting, but I think it's the, more the, of a, the tiny home is just a pipe dream in America. Yeah, yeah. like I, I don't know if they're doing it in other places, but but no one, I feel like no one's really doing it here, and it's 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 like it's it's not as easy as it, it seems because right. it is essentially a trailer. Right. Well, I think bang for your buck, I think tiny homes aren't worth it. Yeah, I, sure. they're not that cheap, really. That's like, true. I think a lot of people want to do the tiny home because they're quote unquote affordable. And sure, I mean, especially money. In like in our area or Detroit right. area. Right, and and I'm sure you save money on certain things, right? But at the same time, like if you you really need to live a very very also mil- if it is one of the lifestyle. ones like this that's on a trailer, mm-hmm. then you're gonna and it's not like a home that's connected to the ground. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to deal with the waste, the gray water, as yep. they call it, and you're gonna have to deal. And it's just gonna be like it's a more of an upkeep than a mm-hmm. home that is essentially self sufficient. Right. Yeah, this is not what I would want to go with. Uh, no, for sure, a treehouse. Uh, looks cool, but I mean that's more like a thing for kids. I've always viewed it like this a treehouse. This is a legit treehouse. I mean, though. I see that. I mean, yeah. And then the container home. Container homes are interesting. I, the thing I like about this is I, I just think it's fascinating to see what people can build out remember, of other materials. Remember, did you did you watch the IKEA happiness thing or what? Yeah, the, yeah. Remember they, some of the dorms were like. Um, were a container like and, and there mm-hmm. were and even there were two stories where there was like right you know a container on top of another container right i'll be honest with you man i'm it doesn't take too much to please me if i had a two-story container home this I one think is kind of small specifically right. that we're looking at but like a standard sort of shipping container mm-hmm. two of them on top of each other that's a mm-hmm. good amount of space yeah i mean i basically all i really want in my house jared is but where would you be visually where would you be because you can't move it it's got to be put down right. somewhere i'd be probably somewhere more out in the country Okay. You know, I'd like to be like, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 that's miles not from a good, the city. That's an eyesore, though. I mean, no one would well, see it. Well, I, I don't get it. You're, I'm getting get it to it. live in, not so to, you could you know. be. You would be okay being in the middle of nowhere with that tiny amount of space? Well, well if you're in the middle of nowhere, you probably have some acreage. Sure. So, you, But I mean, but, tiny amount of space as far as living space. Well, I wouldn't want a small, teeny, tiny one like that one. But sure. yeah, two-story okay. one. I mean, all I need, man, is a, is a kitchen, living room. All that stuff. That's uh, true. A music that's room true. and a gym, and that's it, man. No, that's true. You know, I, it, you know, if I had a family and kids, obviously I would not want to live in a place like that. But <laughs> right now, dude, I can live wherever I want in terms of you know that kind of thing. That's so, true. Um, so but, yeah. Uh, yeah, when I think of the container, I do also I, I think of the, that uh, that Denmark happiness uh, right retreat right and, and the boat the houseboat. Where do you no, think of nope. when you think of the houseboat? Uh, uh, well, a couple. Uh, well, I think of Amsterdam for sure. That's my Amsterdam, first but also down south, right in the bayou and those types of areas. Don't Do they, they also really have live some? on? I mean, that's what or this. Look, that's what this picture looks like. Right. I think of um, maybe like um, places where there's like like a coast. So whether it be okay. the east coast or west coast, where the, where you could have like a like a. Like marinas, areas okay. where there are marinas, essentially. I don't know if I could live on a houseboat. I can't either. Just the idea of always seems having like a, water around me yeah. creeps me out a little bit. It seems, once again, like a, like a lot of upkeep. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I don't want to sleep on the water. I, I right. would like to sleep on solid ground. Give me Call land. me crazy. Yeah, we're landlubbers, Jared. That's I don't, just the rambler. I don't a rambler. I've never even heard of that. Do, uh, a duplex. Uh, yeah, I mean, duplexes I, were quite common in uh, in German, at least uh, well, mm-hmm. uh, Germany, but I'm sure a lot of Europe. Right, duplexes are common. One of my kind of the the most I interesting. Live in a duplex in Germany. Um, oh, nice. One one of the uh, actually, I think my my relatives live in a, either a duplex or a triplex, mm-hmm. or, or well, it's I think theirs is more like a townhome kind okay. of thing. But anyways, kind of lived in one in Austria, didn't you? Uh, yeah, no, it was a straight up. Uh, more or less, well, like apartment style. I mean, it was an apartment, but it well, was owned by one person, and right? Two and they s- lived upstairs, and we lived downstairs. Well, oh, so ours was a two floor. I guess, okay, really. but that was but so that a bunch of rooms. So that wasn't technically one. Pl- it was two different places. I'd say that we a, had a, yeah. a tar- apartment style duplex. Yeah, I think you're right because it was two completely different units. Mm-hmm. So you are you are right about that. Um, one one uh, piece of like uh, living. Uh, Living space I always found interesting in the Czech Republic were a lot of the old block style uh, buildings because the funny thing is on the outside they don't look very good you know it's just a block style the building. block buildings you saw my apartment complex oh, in the I Czech see. Republic I see I just see. those blocks I forget mm-hmm. uh, I think they're called panelaki if I remember correctly uh, something along those they really lines spice them up with color though. they do at least where I live but mm-hmm. uh, if you go to different areas in the Czech they Republic don't it wasn't do that. always like that yeah um, but but my point is. On the outside, they don't really look great, but goddamn, they are functional. And the insides of them, I mean, you remember, you visited my apartment. The interior was actually fairly decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you had a good modern, amount of space. You know, yeah. I'd, uh, I, I don't, yeah. I, I, th- that's a lot of the European vibe, is mm-hmm. that very kind of modern, sterile vibe. Like, right. like they love, especially, I, I remember in Germany, but in a lot of these places, they love like the hard sort of, uh, what's that white material, granite or marble? Tile? No, not even tile. It's but the, but it's just like a very IKEA vibe, you know. Okay, right. Like it, like it, but it's not even not 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 even in like a low quality kind of thing, but just in that like white, mm-hmm. a lot uses of like whites and grays, and like I, I don't know. I just feel like there I got a lot of those vibes when I was there, and not not a lot of like wood floors, right? Or not a lot of like um really variation from like that gray well, I think scale. some some places in Europe too though I don't think marble is incredibly expensive is that what it is how I do you think know so. these things um, you just keep pulling out these well, cause, random cause, amazing facts because I've been to a lot of places <laughs> in Europe and, and marble is a lot cheap of, in Europe okay good like, to know like for example we stayed in a really nice place in Koblenz in Germany mm. and they had a lot of nice marble marble countertops and stuff okay um, I did not know that yeah and uh, you know well think about it I mean if you think about where a lot of it's manufactured uh, d- because I know but I it's know cold. That's why I don't like it. It's cold, right? And also, I've fallen down the stairs before, and it's painful. Ooh, that would be painful <laughs> for sure. I do think we tend to do a lot more carpeting in the U.S. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would yes. say. But I even think wood wood is more warm than mm-hmm. than like the like. Right. But yeah, carpet is is. Uh, but see, yeah. I think we also use a lot of wood in the U.S. because we build a lot of housing out of wood. Whereas if you look at other apartment complex or houses, like, uh, and I think that's another reason why we actually see more people in houses in the states than in other countries in europe is because like my friends in germany who have houses those things are usually made out of like brick or concrete and those things are going to last like two three hundred years is it because they're also they're also already old super well, some old. of them are already super old uh, even the new ones like my my cousin they built her, new houses? her partner built a new one they live in a, a smaller town kind of out in the country mm. in germany it's beautiful out there by the way um it's near stuttgart kind of in the countryside near stuttgart in that uh that area and the nice thing about their house is it's i'm pretty sure it's all concrete do you know is it expensive to buy a house in in germany it can be very expensive yes yeah yeah 
It's not an easy process. It, according to my cousin, uh, it, it definitely was not. Or They're, maybe maybe it's an easy. It's not about whether it's a hard or easy process. I guess. Well, especially if the you money. build them. Because if you build them, there are certain codes, and you know how Germany is. And they care a lot more about history than we do here, too. Yep. There are certain codes and different Mm -hmm. things, and and, right. Whereas here, I feel like like I've seen so many. I've seen people, I have watched numerous YouTube videos of people building a log cabin. Not Mm -hmm. that I think I could ever do it myself. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I've seen lots of videos. They have, right. they have kits. Well, uh, well, I even saw some. Yeah, some you could order those house kits. It blows my mind. I don't mind. understand how. How do they deliver it? Do you know? You, I, have you seen probably a giant truck? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm guessing probably a really, really big truck. Um, but yeah, it's really fascinating to see that kind of stuff. The, the. I mean, once again, I, I mentioned Red Dead Redemption earlier this episode. There's actually a, a portion in the in that video game where where you can go to the lumberyard and buy a quote-unquote, basically a, a pre-cut house, mm-hmm. which blows my mind. Just the idea of you order this thing. You can order a house on Amazon now, Jared. No, you can't. Yeah, go on Amazon. No, come on. I come think on. they're about 30 grand. You want, you want to start a really fun project, Jared? Let's, house? <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's like a, either pop-up or pre-cut house or something like that. Oh, no. Because you'll get the TV, TV show, show house. Pre-cut house. Or, uh, or, pre, or, or build house or... Pre-cut house kit. There we go. You'll see. Oh, but these are toys. Um, I saw it on Amazon. I kid you uh, not. Yeah, I'm sure you... I believe you. It's just I, I need to get the wording right, you know? Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think. Um, factory... Factory... Try factory-made house. Because I think it's... Like, factory-made house. Let's see here. Let's see what pops up. This is, no, we're this not. Is, all right, we're not going to try right. too hard. Anyways, but I believe you. I but yeah, I have you. seen them on Amazon before. The the houses. Yeah. Another home style that we should get to the igloo. Oh yeah. You know when I saw yeah. this, um, you know we we always learn that the igloo is you know even though it's made out of snow and ice, the way mm-hmm. it's very well insulated to where you're not freezing inside of there. Did Did you ever make an igloo as a kid? I never made a full one. We always got like to the walls where the walls were a certain height, and we never made the roof. I feel like I've made a full one before. Oh, nice. I okay. feel like we haven't had good enough snow in Michigan to make, or at least Not around lately. here, to make one yeah. in like years. Right, because I'm looking outside right now, and I don't even think there's any no. snow on the trees Certainly or anything. Make one. It's cold, right. though. Really it is cold. cold. Um, 25 degrees, yeah. And so, yeah, the terraced house, this is like the full house house. Yep. Um, or even Chicago. I've seen you mm-hmm. can see these in Chicago too, and then like the uh, I think we we've gone through all of the we've houses. covered a lot of them. Yeah, that was a very good big ass list right there. That was a big ass list of houses for sure, for sure. So, so I think it's pretty clear both of us at some point we're looking for houses um, because sure. we're both in Michigan, right? But if we were to live somewhere else, mm-hmm. I'm just curious. You know, one one place that I think would be amazing to maybe live either short period for a short period of time hmm. or as a vacation place. Would be like a like a bungalow in a different country. Like we've talked about Costa Rica. Yeah. Right. Like I wonder like how hard it is to buy a home in another country. Depends on like, the country and the laws. If you have the like, if you have the money and mm-hmm. the money's not a concern, right? How hard is it to buy a country like a vacation home in another country, even if it's not some sort of, uh, you know? I uh, think we just found a new episode. George topic, Clooney by the way. Sh- uh, chalet. But some like uh you know just some like tiny little house you can you right. know we should we should do an episode on vacation houses in yeah do you want to go halfsies on a farmhouse uh, in Scotland hell yeah dude <laughs> I, no I would rather go halfsies on a place in uh, Central or South America because I think flight and travel wise that would be easier for us as Americans hmm. to get to okay generally sure speaking. yeah that makes sense um, so you don't uh, have to cross I, I will say this though uh, I do know at least because uh, I had a buddy who considered buying a house in Thailand 
he told me that actually in Thailand, American. yes, an American, okay. uh, he was an English teacher over there for quite a few years. Okay, and he was telling me that the the cool thing was is is his employer actually they. They had a really nice house for him, but it kind of got his wheels starting to turn and think, well, mm-hmm. okay, if can my I employer can... I, exactly. And he was saying that the, the tricky thing with buying a house in Thailand, at least, is actually if you're a foreigner and you don't have like a you know, residency, like permanent residency or whatever that right. visa status is, a Thai person actually needs to own 51% of the property. Okay. So they're the quote-unquote majority owner. And they probably also... It's probably not great for people to just buy a house... And then just like have it be unoccupied, right? You know, right? That's kind of like, well, yeah, like, you're taking up. Why would space why would the neighborhood or, or people in that right. area want that? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's so, true. So yeah, but we should definitely explore that topic a little more in the future. Uh, sure. Some travel houses. Sure. But so anyway, so for me, I think if I had to pick, um, I think one of my favorite, most favorite places to live so far when I've been abroad. As much as I really enjoyed my apartment in China, which was, I mean, it was just beautiful. The location was fantastic. I think probably my favorite one, Jared, had to have been my apartment actually in Komutov because, well, number one, because it was uh, just that view was gorgeous, right? Mm-hmm. We had the view of, of the city of Komutov, but then you could also kind of see the Ore Mountains in the background, which I really liked. I also just liked... The overall layout of the place, it wasn't super big, but it was roomy enough where I didn't feel packed in like a sardine. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm not the I'm not the what? best person in terms of, like, cleaning stuff, so that was also fairly easy to clean and maintain as What's well. What's the cost of, of a living like in, say, Prague, for example? Prague is expensive. It's expensive? Prague is expensive. Like, I properly mean, expensive. Right. Prague is okay. kind of like the New York of the Czech Republic, I, I guess say. so. I mean, obviously, you know. it's going to be more expensive than Homotov. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised at that, but I was, right. I was wondering, if it, is it like... Especially if you expensive. buy a place. If Prohib- you buy okay. a place, yeah. It's, sure. Especially new places that have been built. I had a, a guy I was uh, giving English, like I was tutoring him basically over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like an older gentleman, like, in, well, not older, but he was in his mid 40s. Yeah. And, uh, and he was pretty high up in a company. Anyways, long story short, he told me that, uh, oh, crap. I got to look on my phone and get the conversion. But I think he told me it was a it was around 9 million crowns to buy a place in Prague now, a new a new place. I think mm. this was like a one or a two bedroom, if I remember. Yeah, apartment. And, he bought an apartment. Right. Okay. Right. And and now any of our Czech listeners out there, because I do know we do still have some listeners in the Czech Republic, please correct me if I'm wrong. Let us know on translatablepodcast.gmail.com or slide uh, in our DMs on Instagram, because I think that's where most of our listeners are. You betcha. Um, but let me look real quick because I, th- I thought he said I could be completely wrong, but I thought he said it was like nine million check crowns. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe not that high, um, but uh, that's about four hundred thousand, four hundred twenty thousand U.S. dollars okay. for an apartment okay. for um, a one bedroom. Yeah. Or, or that might be a two. Not, that's actually still. not bad if, if you're looking in New York, though. Right. To, to be fair, because I do know I do know like a. Uh, a friend of mine, this was a couple of years back, a friend of mine, they had bought this old house, a farmhouse actually in the Czech Republic more or less. Now it needed some work, mm-hmm. but they they paid around 30,000 US dollars for that house. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It was a decent sized house. Okay. Uh, but I anyways. like the idea of a farmhouse. Okay. I, I like the idea of like, say, living outside of London in some city, you know. In, With in your a, Aston Martin? Dude, I was just about to say Aston Martin. <laughs> okay. <I> was, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's crazy. Yes, with my Aston okay. Martin. And it's like parked. And, and, and you know, and, and some of those farmhouses have like a lot of sort of smaller houses off of them. Not even houses, right. but like structures. Right. I, I, I've seen, 
I've build an s- untranslatable podcast studio. And so there. you like use some use one of those as a exactly use one of them as a garage for my Aston Martin. And then it's like, uh, honey, I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm going to the center center of London. I'll be back in a a, a jiff. Right. <laughs> I guess is it this end when you're driving on the other side? It would be yes, that's true. I'd have to get used to that, and mm-hmm. you can't really get Aston Martins on manual anymore. I'll get oh, an old. Okay. I'll have. I'll get, get an old, old one, one actually. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I, I do like the idea. I like the farmhouse style because I like. It seems like it seems like it's one of the few sort of European situations that offers you a good amount of space. You know, for right. for what seems like a good amount of money, even though it's not like. Like I, I don't know, it just seems like a good use of of space too, and mm-hmm. I like the big open rooms. I like the right. idea of that high I ceilings. I like high ceilings. High, high ceilings can be nice. I mm-hmm. don't know why though, Jared, but in other countries, I would rather actually I think live in an apartment, whereas hmm. here in the states, I would much rather have a house. Why? Much much rather. Just because it's more expensive or something. Well, I guess the cost is one factor, but another factor as well, I think is. Is like imagine. So I, I told you my horror story about my washing machine. Actually, I didn't even. I only mentioned one of them. Another. But if you okay, go ahead. An, another one is like um, because the hose. There was an issue with the washing machine hose. Uh-huh. It had actually flooded. Uh, one day it had broken the the handle off the thing, and so there was just water shooting out. Jesus. I was taking oh, a yeah. nap when this happened. Were we supposed to start recording a podcast soon? Yep, I think so. And it was delayed because yep, yep, yep. <laughs> by you freaking out and trying to figure this out. Exactly. And so, so anyways, my whole point is uh, I cannot imagine trying to then handle that situation mm. and do all the necessary work and replacements. Remember I told you my mm-hmm. place in Philly flooded. Right. We got torrential rain and my mm-hmm. basement flooded. Right. And it was, I mean, I didn't have to, I was not financially responsible for anything and I was still freaking out, yep. obviously. yep. But um, so yeah. that's the reason is that if I'm unless that country where that I have that place that I'm living in or staying in, unless I can speak the language so well that I can get all that stuff done, and I I also know who and where and how to do all that stuff, mm-hmm. I'm sticking with an apartment. If I if I'm sure. living abroad, that's if fair. I'm living in, unless, but, you, but, you, mm-hmm. but you'd be able to speak the language. Maybe if you own a house in this place, I don't know, man. If I, I, I hope if I bought a house in Thailand a- one day. You don't think you retire could, over there? Maybe you don't think over the course of ten years you'd learn. I mean, you'd pick it up, but enough probably tie to be able to get maybe, a plumber to fix probably, your toilet. And we are language nerds, I guess. But <laughs> but still, I it's not the same I level. Understand. You know what I mean? I understand. Whereas in the Czech Republic, I at least had you know my mentor, which was a great contact. It was her place, sure. so I could contact her directly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, but I just imagine like in China. Like if I lived, I guarantee you, man, if I lived in China for even for 10 years, I could probably speak the language well enough, but still, dude, I mean the, just the, the government, knowing all the government, other stuff and the, how the taxes and the yeah. blah, blah, blah. That's the, dude, I get thing. nervous every year. I just got my W2 this year. I get nervous mm-hmm. every year doing my taxes. Like, all right, let's just hope I didn't screw right. that up. Right. No uh, kidding. <laughs> I mean, well, Jared, I don't think the, I have, by the way, if any IRS right. is listening. Regardless of where you want to live, uh, the only certainty there really is in life, sadly, is death and taxes. Yes, <laughs> you yes. Know? That's, that's you know? true. Popular untranslatable. Right. Another living arrangement that um, was new to me was when I went to Tanzania, mm-hmm. and I went to Mbaya, which was like an, in the village. And it was it was a, it was a very, like, a, the, this, it was the, the simplicity of it was... Um, what really makes you think about? Did like, you live uh, in a hut? No, I didn't. I was in a hotel. Okay. Um, because I'm uh, an American, you know, <laughs> and I have I, I expect me to fall asleep without Wi-Fi, uh, and in a in a real toilet. 
Um, but I did, I did it. It the it certainly like just spending time in that area just certainly made me think about like all the just like crap that I have, you know, right. and just like what all the unnecessary stuff. stuff yes, yeah. stuff that I, mean, I look, have. <laughs> look exactly, around, exactly. You know? I mean, my my area looks no different than this, and it's just like and and it it, it really just puts into perspective on even like what the point of a home is, you know. Right. Right, but uh, we, we've been we've been uh, indoctrinated here, so I'm screwed. The other thing is too is I think another huge factor with homes for a lot of people is pets. If you really think about it, yeah, especially if you true. have a backyard, yeah, you know that's that's a really big thing in the U.S. Is mm-hmm. you know if you have pets, I, I read I read an article a couple of years back, I think 2017 or 2018, where. Uh, the article was millennials are buying houses, but not for the reason you expect. You know, the reason you oh. would quote unquote expect would be having a family. Oh, there's a lot of times they buy it for, yeah, for their dog. Yeah. Which is hilarious, but I could see it. That's been a know? big part of the conversation for us because our, our, our cat loves to try to run out the door mm-hmm. as soon as we open the door sometimes. So we're, we were like, So oh. you think it'd become an outside cat when you no, get your no, house? No, 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 no. We're, I'm thinking of like, oh, in this house, it'd be easy for us to get out of the house mm-hmm. without the cat. Uh, running out with uh, you know, especially if we're in a theoretically bigger place, right. you know, we don't know where the cat is for long. Like now, we can know we can get out with the cat just shooting up behind us is more what right. it is. Okay. Um. So yeah. Um. Anything else you want us to talk about about uh, about houses? Um, anything else interest you? I think I think we've covered a lot of it. I agree. Different I agree. styles. Why? Why there is you know why people like houses. The investment. Yeah. Is the investment level there in other countries like once you've bought the house know. i want a good question yeah i i think i imagine it must be well i do know i do know from talking to my ex uh who who was russian uh, i do know that russians i don't know about actually in terms of an apartment or house but in, in russia if you're a russian citizen you actually do get a certain amount of land uh, I, hmm. I do think you have to you buy the land, but there are really good I think like interest rates and different. You things get a like certain that. amount. What, what, then what do you mean you get a certain amount? Like you, you uh, every every Russian citizen has the right to this to amount. buy to buy yes. this amount of mm-hmm. land. Right, but I think the government the the way they the have right it set to up, buy right <laughs> okay. Um, but well, I I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but uh-huh. I had just remember we had talked about because I think her her stepdad had I, I don't really remember it all now. This was quite a while, but back, like but, yeah, they, they they make it they you you get a good but just the land right. There might not even be a house on this piece of land right. But but the fact that you you know you do have that option sure. is kind of nice. Sure, and, and that already gives you some sort of mo- like. And there's a financial incentive, exactly. right? Exactly. You know, when we're talking about investments, and you could sell that. I imagine. Could, right. could you sell it or or buy and hold? You, I mean, sure, if you think course. about we'll it, if you have a, a family, right? Well, and if you have a family, you know, you're thinking about your yeah, kids that's and true. your kids' kids. That's true. You know, if you're trying think, to build a manor, right? Whereas that's the interesting thing though about housing in China, Jared, is that technically. I don't I don't know all the mumbo jumbo and all the all the terms, but uh, from what my un- basic, very basic understanding is in China, one the way my student explained it to me was your parents can buy property. Mm-hmm. You you own that property, but technically the owner is actually the government, mm. um, and so you only own the rights to that property for seventy years. Now think about that. Hmm. In theory, if you're a healthy person, so you have to rebuy the house again in seventy years. Well, basically, what this means is your kids don't automatically inherit your house. That's weird. Which is very weird. Yeah, that's um, very un-American. The other uh, interesting thing, <laughs> but too, it's not America. Well, it's I China, understand. right? The other interesting <laughs> thing about that, though, is that, um, and any if we do have any Chinese listeners, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. From my understanding, it is kind of expected if you're in a relationship and you're going to marry someone that, uh, as the dude. 
you have to basically have a place mm. where it's like it's like yep i'm either going to buy this house or that makes or, sense yeah that kind of makes sense you and, know and, and and yeah an old school culture so right that makes sense right which is also another big difference i think why we like houses more is we like our freedom our independence and most americans not all but most americans we don't live with our extended family yeah. right i mean the, the stereotype in the states is you're 18 you can move out or you go to college maybe and mm-hmm. even when you go to college you move out um and then most of the time you you know if you move back in with your parents, you're kind of viewed as, you know, like you're that person living back with your parents. Whereas in other countries, it's completely normal. No one bats an eye if you live with your parents well in your 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, because you take care of them and they help you raise your children. Yeah. Um, Whereas, you know, we have daycare, we have nursing homes, we have all these different things. So we pay for that stuff. Right. We take, let other people take care of all that stuff. Right. Which, which has its, you know, there's pros and cons to both in some regards. I guess so. I will say this. Uh, I would much rather have a uh, actual professional taking care of my parents than me. You know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a. I guess so. You know, if but my, it's not a doctor taking care that would be taking care of them. Well, right. You can't like right. unless you hire a live-in doctor. That's probably right. quite pricey. That's serious baller status. Yeah. That's when you're in that whatever. But the I name understand of that. what you're saying. I understand your, your, your French uh, provincial house. <laughs> exactly. The, what was that movie? We talked about that one movie. They remade the movie. Gerard Butler movie. Yes. No. 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 They remade the movie. It was about the French guy who was a paraplegic, and he hired he hired the guy. We. I'm so sure we talked he about could, this in the podcast. He hired a black guy. Um, that was kind of from like a rough area in France to come help him. And they redid the movie with, I think it was Kevin Hart and uh, Brian Cranston. Kevin Hart and I'm Brian. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Look it up. But the, the, I watched ridiculous. the French I watched the French movie first. The Upside? There we go. There we go. Did we not talk about this on the podcast? I've never. But anyways, the French dude lives in a fancy ass place. That's that's where. And has the, the guy is I, his assistant. I think my problem is I can't take... Kevin Hart seriously enough to right. Well, don't know. Watch the original French oh. one. The French one's really good. What's it called? Uh, well, if you just look up upside French version, it, yeah, it'll true, pop that's true, up. That's true. But uh, yeah, I couldn't tell you what. I I only got through half Le of this one. There we go. The yeah the the un, untouchables are untouchable. It's a really funny movie. It's pretty good. Okay. Oh, uh, it's a funny movie. I mean, it's it's oh so yeah, it's, Kevin. So that's why not why, but right. that makes more sense why Kevin Hart's right. in it. Okay. But I think this one is a lot better. Um, sure. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So if you're I'll if you're a baller sure. like that, you can get your living your living care, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. But I think yeah. at the end of the day, if we had to boil it down, Jared, if we're both in the, in Michigan, I would say we both are our team house. Yeah. Sure. And I, I I'd probably go for my ranch for the time being. You know. Uh, I'm into the tutors. I'm a, I'm a okay. tutor head. I'm I'm not saying that that's. But that that's that's those are the ones that are my favorite style. Hey, in Detroit, tutors are pretty awesome. Yeah, and there's, there's a, lot a lot of, of them. cool ones. Yeah, some good ones mm-hmm. for sure. Definitely, I like I like the brick. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, for sure. Well, people, let us know what kind of houses or living arrangements you're into, uh, especially you from your country. Be uh, I'd be very curious to hear. Yeah, how some different people are mm-hmm. are how people be living out here in these streets, Jared. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let us know at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram. Untranslatable Podcast yeah. or on Twitter, Untranslatable One, the number one. Also, please uh, give us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you because that's definitely something we're trying to do out here. Uh, and lastly, uh, as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, muchas gracias, Shisha, and Dosvidanya. Hopefully, maybe by next year or in a couple of years, we'll both have a nice, uh, nice.
place where we can have a brand new, very customizable, untranslatable studio. Hey, come over to my tutor. That's right. <laughs> come over to my ranch, bring your chicken wings. We're going <laughs> to eat it with some ranch. We're going to have yes. a good old time. Yes. Good old American time. That's right, dude. Uh, you're not allowed into my ranch unless you have a cowboy hat on. Sorry, that's, that's fair. Just, that's, that's just fair. standard. That's you know. fair. I never leave the house without one. That's right. foolish. You know, same with uh, if, you, if you're in one of those plantation-style houses, you got to have a goofy-ass southern accent yeah. or one of those with the frilly collar things. You know, oh, I'm, sure. I'm going to have to – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy one of those plantation houses, and to reclaim it, I'm, I'm only going to drink twisted tea. No, I – no, Smack. <laughs> smack. Yeah. That video There's is only so twisted great. tea in this plantation. Right. <laughs> Some, has someone memified that into a song yet? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's it did. May, probably. Probably. Gotta be, there, right? Of course there has to be. Gotta be. Well, this is the internet is undefeated. Exactly. Undefeated. But sure. the, the popular one is Sway the Remix God, and I know he didn't. He hasn't done anything. So if you're looking for the for the you know Here, Oh, yep. Yep, twisted T smack. This might get it's taken off of YouTube. Here. <laughs> 